Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg where we believe that marketing strategy should be delivered in plain English. This is Lorraine Ball. This is Jared Jewett. And this week we're going to talk about LinkedIn. The big, no longer quite as wild west of LinkedIn, right? You know, I'm not sure that I, I'm not sure that I could ever use wild in the same sentence as LinkedIn. Yeah, perhaps not. I remember when it first came about though, and it was certainly a tool to connect with people, and now it's proven to be a tool to actually publish, to syndicate your content. It absolutely, LinkedIn has really changed. It has gone from being your address book on steroids, and that was always how I explained it to people, kind of an extension of your face-to-face networking and what you kept in your Rolodex, and it's really morphed from that to a wonderful business social platform. Yeah, and people are going there for that very reason. They used to go there, and they still do to, to a large extent, you know, to find jobs or to connect with other people in their company, companies, but now they're going there just to figure out business information, what's new in their industry. And so there are a couple of things that are available on LinkedIn that I think small business owners really should be looking to take advantage of. The first thing are the groups. Now, these have been around for a while, but LinkedIn has really enhanced the group functionality. Yeah, groups are really, really, really interesting. So I'm a part of a few, some, some marketing ones in particular. I'm part of an SEO one. I'm part of a, like a Young MBAs group. Um, and those, those are really interesting to me, but they're not as well policed. But I know you are into some that, uh, that are really, really very active. So I am, for a while, I did the, oh, look, another group invitation. I'll join, I'll join, I'll join. And suddenly I realized that I was a member of like 20 different groups and I really wasn't getting anything out of any of them. And so I actually unsubscribed from all of them and I've been much more selective about adding groups back. And now I only join private groups. Um, And I only join private groups where it is obvious that the group manager is, as you said, managing the content, making sure people are not doing just a steady stream of their blog posts, kind of shouting at each other. Yeah, I found, I'm actually a part of, of a group, some person found me over LinkedIn and invited me to a group about um, marketing for large donations to nonprofits, and I was like, well, that's strange, but it was by invite only, and it was a private group, so I joined it, and that's like the only group on my stream that really has this very high-quality uh, content talking about you know the latest trends in marketing and people actually discussing the topics, and I have no idea how I became a part of it, but it's awesome. And so I think every business owner should look for two or three groups and no more than two or three. If you start getting into too many, you're not going to participate in any of them, but getting into two or three groups where people actually talk to each other, where people ask questions, and other people actually are answering, and there's conversation back and forth. I have found that my personal profile gets significantly more views on days when I am actively engaged in these conversations because I say something, and then someone in the group wants to know, oh, who is that? And those are very high-quality contacts. Those are people who are interested in the things you're saying, and they're showing it uh, by visiting you. 
Now, you know, part of it is I'm going to tell you you're going to join groups that are in your industry. So it's, this is not where you find customers, but this is where, as you said, you find out the latest trends. And you can ask questions about things that maybe you're working on as a business owner. I belong to one group that is a very small group of people that own agencies like Roundpeg. And in this group, I will ask questions about hiring practices, benefits practices. We talk about succession planning. We talk about um, the latest software tools that we're using and what works and what doesn't work. And we talk about um, things that maybe some member of the group is trying and another member of the group would be like, wow, let me know how that turns out because I want to know too. That's awesome. So these high quality groups can really serve kind of as a crucible for your ideas, mm -hmm. right? Without having to kind of throw them out there on social media. Well, and I really, um, most of what I say in that group, it's not that I'm going to throw that out on social media. Mm -hmm. This is really more me talking to other business owners who are in businesses like mine about things I would never discuss publicly. Um, Greg uh, from IndieVets is in a veterinary group, and he talks to vets all over the world. Well, they're not going to compete with each other, and that's the beautiful thing, is you can share information and ideas and really get better in your craft. And so that's my favorite part of, of LinkedIn, is, is the ability within the groups to talk to people and learn about things that maybe you're struggling with in your business. So if groups are kind of that way to get business owners uh, to kind of interconnect, then what about the opposite side of that spectrum? What about that sort of customer-facing uh, profile? And I think there are two places that LinkedIn has really improved the platforms. The first, and I think we've talked about this before, are the showcase pages mm -hmm. where you can pick individual pieces of your business and share content. And I think as a business owner, you should be putting up content on at least one of your showcase pages every two or three days. Yeah, absolutely. There, I, I know we've had this conversation before, but they really are for those niche parts of your audience. And if even just one person picks that up and starts sharing it out, now you've amplified that very relevant, targeted content to a bunch of people. Absolutely. And then the last piece... And this is something that LinkedIn is kind of just exploring. When they first opened up their blogging platform, they had about 25,000 people that they invited to blog. Now, that may sound like a lot, but not when you consider that there are millions and millions of people on LinkedIn, and only 25,000 were invited to blog. Once they kind of got the proof and got, the, got a feeling that, yeah, this is working, They've begun opening it up slowly. And so little by little, more and more business owners are getting invitations to blog on the LinkedIn platform. And some people take it up and some people don't. I know I got uh, an invite, kind of a beta invite to the platform uh, a couple weeks ago. I thought it was interesting, but I didn't try it out. And interestingly enough, now they've removed that feature from my profile. So if you get this, I'm going to tell you jump on it. Even if you only jump on it once, get something up there. I wasn't quite sure, and I started to play with it. And I've got about nine blog posts now that are there. And interestingly enough, I'm getting 
150, 200, 250 views on my content, and that is in addition to any views that I would have gotten on Roundpeg. And they've really built it to be a very social way of sharing uh, your expertise. So you write a blog post, and when people find it in your stream, they can share it to all their social media platforms. They can like it on LinkedIn, and that's probably the most important part of it. Well, you know, I mean, they can, you're right, they can like it on LinkedIn, they can share it on LinkedIn, but you can also, which I think is fascinating, I'm on LinkedIn, and they let you share it on Google and on Twitter and on Facebook, all from within the LinkedIn platform. Um, the other thing that I really am very intrigued about with this whole blogging thing is they then send me a summary once a week of blog posts that have been written by other people in my network. Yeah, I get those too. And it's uh, it's really cool to read what my friends are talking about because some of these people don't blog anywhere else. And uh, LinkedIn kind of knows that I'm interested in working with these people and, and tailors that content to me. So if you are not blogging anywhere else, if you're only going to pick one place, if you don't have a website that you are going to blog on, I'm going to suggest that blogging on LinkedIn is, is a pretty good place to do it because you can share that content out. And again, if you're doing it for personal, professional reasons, this is not blogging about you know whether or not you should have one child or two. This is not about the challenges of dealing with um, your mother. That's personal blogging. But if you want to establish subject matter expertise... The new LinkedIn blog is a really good place to do it if you're not already doing it somewhere else. And the idea of these messages being amplified is so cool because you go to LinkedIn to really build a professional network and there are some people you may just never have access to unless they see that someone they're connected to has shared your post. And it's really very simple for them to do that. Well, and the other thing is when it's delivered into people's mailboxes, because not everyone is familiar yet with how this whole thing works, I got an email from someone who got the email from LinkedIn. One of my blog posts was there. She loved the content. She does not get our newsletter. She, For whatever reason, she's not subscribed to our newsletter. She got the content and she said, can I share this on my website? And so suddenly... I put it on LinkedIn, she got it in an email, it's now going to be on another website with credit back to us. Yeah, how cool is that? Just building that, that network of, of links to, to really relevant content. Now, I know you're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, are you serious? I've got a blog on my blog, and now I've got a blog on LinkedIn, and I've got to have new and different content. And... Um, I know Jared hates when I say this because he's going, no, duplicate content. But I'm going to tell you in this instance, it's okay to republish be as long as the first publish is on your website. And so the information that's on Google may not be, I'm sorry, that's on LinkedIn may not be indexed and it may not be searched by robots, but it will be found by people. And the content that is on your website will have um, 
first presence within Google. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And Google's never going to ding LinkedIn uh, for having this duplicate content. Again, it's it, from a technical standpoint, it's a little weird, but from a personal and branding standpoint, uh, there's not a better thing you can do with LinkedIn, really. So, you know, for me, I mean, I've been blogging for, for years. Now, some of my blog posts are outdated, but a lot of my blog posts are still relevant. And so what I'm doing is I'm going back to some of what I consider my better content and not just better content. I'm beginning to, to look at what plays well in a LinkedIn arena and what doesn't. And what I'm finding is among my writing, the articles that are more about personal productivity and strategy tend to perform better than how to get five people to read your blog post. Those kind of things people seem to be passing over. Um, but things like um, why you have to fail to succeed, um, what do you do when you don't like the advice you're given, um, how to beat writer's block, those kind of personal development topics are definitely working much better. And so as you think about your business in that personal setting, think about what you would want to read and what others like you might want to read. Yeah, that again, it's that people go to LinkedIn for that exact type of information. So if you can tap in to that, uh, that kind of self-betterment, that career development mentality, um, that's where you want to be with these blogs. The other thing, and this is, um, this is interesting, I've been playing with time and day. And um, I'm only posting once a week on LinkedIn. I don't want to overdo it. I'm actually taking a little bit of a less is more strategy there so I can be selective about what I, I put up. And I found that Monday morning, not surprising, was a really good time to post. I'd be falling asleep. Wow, that's that's fascinating, actually. So, so are these people coming in, checking their email, checking LinkedIn, reading your blog posts, and uh, and starting their day off? Yeah, I, it's um, uh, interestingly, I have uh, a post that I put up today. So I'm half a day in. I have as many views as one that I did a week ago on a Sunday. Um, so uh, as you go down this path. You do not have to be as rigorous on exactly the same day and time as you would on your own personal blog. Play with it. Experiment. Look at what titles get better results, what time of day gets better results, and really use this. It kind of goes back to something I used to say. Um, you put your best content on LinkedIn. You don't need to put all of your content there. Um, but I think one other thing um, that I really want to remind you is at the end of the day, you want to drive traffic to your website. Right. So these blogs need to have links back to your website. And, and LinkedIn, I think, is very friendly about this. And those links, you know, I believe do give you a little bit of weight and juice. So this is just another wonderful place to, to kind of build your web presence. So if you're sitting there and you're thinking, should I or shouldn't I? If you are in a B2B business, if your customers are other business owners, um, you need to run, not walk, to, to LinkedIn, check out and see if you've got the blogging option. You will discover it when you go to your personal profile. You will see that you have been invited to blog or you haven't. And I might even, um, if you haven't been and you're ready to get started, I would send a quick email to 
LinkedIn support. I have found that their support group is very responsive and ask them, hey, I, I don't have this yet. It, how long do I wait? Can I get it? Can I get on a waiting list? And start taking advantage of that sooner rather than later. I'll definitely be doing that. I, I really want to start writing on the platform and I think it's a great place to share the kind of content I want to write about. Yes, and um, as your boss, you need to get off your <laughs> and do that. <laughs> you got it. So, if you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to learn more about what Roundpeg does on LinkedIn, check out our profile at LinkedIn, look for Roundpeg, and uh, you'll see exactly how we're approaching this project. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening. 